Hello, everybody. Welcome to RVG Cast, episode 176 for May 7, 2011. I'm here with a bunch of awesome people. Sir, first off, Anna Marie Neufeld. Good morning. Good morning. How's Canada? Um. Has it calmed down from the election fervor? Oh, you mean les élections? Yes. <laughs> Um, yes, now we're just being entertained by the number of times that Stephen Harper could mess up that particular word. Ah, okay. one, of our, uh, one of our fellow staff members, uh, Chloe, posted an excellent video to me this week about uh, uh, its various times that Stephen Harper, our Prime Minister, uh, was giving speeches in French. And unfortunately, like like many Anglophones, he has some issues with, with important words. Unfortunately for him, the different uh, he, the word that he is messing up is elections. And I'm sure you can uh, yeah. figure out very quickly what that may turn into. Ah, okay. Considering well, considering the Japanese have trouble also have trouble with L and R. It yeah. is. It is a similar issue. So um, it it is funny listening to um, him him discuss How the election. Is les élections? Why? Yes, why would but that... he was saying les élections. I know, but why? <laughs> Where does he get that flip? Because, from? <laughs> like a lot of Anglophones, he just has some words that he really sucks at pronouncing. That's weird. Which was great because, of course, he's talking about the frequency and the cost and uh, the efficiency of the recent election. Uh, great. Yes. <laughs> so when combined with the other term, it's vastly entertaining. Ugh. Is your country recovered from the royal wedding, Quinn? Uh, yeah, because we, we also moved into a brief election period. Um, oh, good for you. Everyone can share well. the fun. Yeah, the local council elections, as well as the um, re- that referendum about alternative voting, which got summarily slapped down. Huh. Oh, well. And, of course, not dealing with elections for a long time. Emmanuel Marino. Huh, you don't live in California. No? <laughs> yeah, but you have an election every two weeks. Oh, do you? <laughs> Who's being elected now? I don't know. School board something something. Eh, who cares? Those are the ones you skip, aren't they? We get a lot of elections. A lot of elections. Okay. We get a lot of mail. And the first uh, feedback we got actually was on our forums, I should be honest, from Mr. Just Doug, who is Just Doug, of course. He said, I wanted to mention something about voice acting in games. By the way, this is RPG Cast. I'm Chris Pruitier, just in case I didn't say that. <laughs> We talk about RPGs going, here. Chris. We've got a bunch of uh, we got a bunch of stories about Sony and other games and the Wii and all this cool stuff. But first, we're starting with feedback, so we're going to get into it right now with Just Doug's feedback about mentioning something in voice acting games. When Final Fantasy X came out, I wasn't used to so much voice acting RPGs or games in general, but now I think I take it for granted. I'm trying to think of the last RPG I played that wasn't just a port or re-release that didn't have voice acting in it, and I'm drawing a blank. Voice acting used to be a distraction for sure back when it was less ubiquitous and more often poorly executed, but it's become a staple, and with how much games have grown, the voice acting's had to grow with it, to some extent. I wouldn't be nearly as apprehensive about voice acting in today's RPGs as I would have been ten years ago. Ha! 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 Jeez, I think I'd block my memory out of that scene in Final Fantasy X. Thanks for reviving it. Well, you're very welcome. So, what do you guys think? Voice acting ten, uh, what ten, fifteen years ago was absolutely god awful. Yeah, but then we have Arkrise Fantasia, and it really hasn't changed. 
Yeah, but Arc Fantasia is one of what? How many? I don't know. You know, back in uh, you know what mid nineties, most 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 game the, the voice acting sucking was kind of par for the course. Most of the games I want to play right now don't have voice acting, and it's really bugging me. And that's that's kind of something I noticed. I've been playing predominantly handheld games. Yeah, all so these DS from, games. I beside oh, I played the City of those, so that has tons of it. That does, and the Japanese version has like my favorite Japanese voice actress as Shantoto. The U.S. version. What Megumi Hayashibara? Yes. She's yeah, awesome. it does Holy crap, fit. the fact that you can just roll that off of your tongue is disturbing. That's right. Really? I love, I really love, I love, like, she goes from Slayers to Shantoto. Both characters like to blow stuff up. It's wonderful. I'm sure she does other stuff, but anyway. Like Rei Ayanami or whatever. Was that really her? I thought it was. Damn. Or did she just do the opening songs? I thought usually she does a, a voice in the show. Oh, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's Evangelion. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Someone will correct us. <laughs> uh, so, what do we think about Doug's comment that, uh, you know, it's just usually better now? Do you think it's all better now? I, I know you believe that. Do you believe that, Manny? Voice acting's better in general? Yeah. Uh, the games that I'm playing, yeah. I mean, I get people like Worf, Patrick Stewart, uh, famous redhead whose name I forget. Michael Dorn is the guy you're thinking of. Hmm. Yeah. What's her name? Felicia. Like, basically, you name a celebrity now, they're all in the games that I play. So I'm pretty, <laughs> And they're all pretty good actors, period, not just voice actors. Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I, well, then right. again, I'm playing I stuff mean- like Best. I think what we've sort of done is when voice acting was new, it was the novelty. So no one really trashed it. So you had things like Dean Cain and Lisa Loeb, where the voice acting was entertaining because it was so terrible. Um, wait, wait, but what game was Lisa Loeb in? This I gotta know. Um, Grandia Extreme. Really? Ooh. What's Lisa Loeb doing in Grandia Extreme? Being okay. a really crappy voice actor. <laughs> Grandia One had fun voice acting. It was bad, right, but I mean, fun bad. Right, and I mean, this is the thing: is the, the the cheesy, crappy but epic voice acting kind of became a staple in Grandia for a while there. I don't know. I think it just got. Didn't it really become bad? Bad. <laughs> I, think I like love. See, now. I'm like I'm like the minority that loves Grandia Extreme and thinks that the uh, thinks that the voice acting is so so bad that it's awesome. Hmm. But, I mean, because at this point we've now become, um, I don't want to say used to quality voice acting, we have become, as gamers, a little more discerning about the quality of our VAs. So when you get things like Chaos Rings and Arkrise Fantasia, you hang your head and, and cry a little. But I also think it makes you appreciate the ones that do have good voice acting that much more. It's funny, in a lot of the big AAA titles, I'm so used to the eventual press release where here are all our famous actors that you as a nerd community love. They're all in our game. And you hear like, oh, Michael Dorn's in this one. Oh, Patrick Stewart, that's going to be a great performance. <gasps> Martin Sheen's in this one? Fantastic. You know? <laughs> all right. So here's one of my favorite voice acting examples. Let's see if this loads. Yeah! Ta? 
witness your demise. Rain thunder. Rise, Phoenix. Is this the end? Ha! Prepare to die. This is it. All right, that's the wrong one, actually. But uh, that was pretty bad, too. <laughs> What know. the hell Wait, was that? That was what, Shining what was Force that? 3 in the US. Oh, yes, yes. I should have recognized that. I thought you were joking when I heard that. Jones, I was like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Jones will hang his head in shame at me for not recognizing For not recognizing that? that? I'm looking for... Um, let's see. Come on. Please don't tell me you're looking and, and, you know and you know what the really interesting thing is? Is that that's actually how the VA sounds in... In... Um, Magica, except it's deliberate. Oh, here we go. Let's see. Oh, well, yeah, <laughs> it's supposed to sound bad there. I suppose that makes sense. Well, here's the intro. This might be good. Okay, I didn't really want all this music. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Okay, this is useless. I hate this. I can't search YouTube for what I want. Uh, here we go. You know, I will say, though, though yeah. the one thing that did bother me playing a lot of those early games is the same voice actors or the same voice acting studio was consistently used. Like, right when uh, voice acting started to be- become more of a big deal. And invariably, the, 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 you'd have, the, like, sort of Nolan North syndrome. Well, I guess it still happens today. But like Nolan North Syndrome, where it's like the same three people always in the same game, always, 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 and always the leads, and always trying to change their voice just slightly enough so you can forget that that was the main character of last year's gigantic RPG. Yeah. I, I, th- I, I, I think I'm um, kind of, because I play um, like import games and whatnot, I think I'm kind of spoiled rotten sometimes when they kind of get big name um, Japanese anime voice actors to voice their leads and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing, though. I mean, that kind of voice acting is a lot more prized in Japan. So it really comes down to like maybe like, I I, well, before unless you're AAA and you can afford Martin Sheen, or maybe Michael Dorn, you're getting like maybe one or two. Just just don't get Charlie Sheen. Can we? Yeah, can we afford Charlie Sheen? (laughs) (laughs) I want to see a game that's by winning. Winning. Oh, but then invariably you get the same two Canadian studios. Do you know? Hey! No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's like the same. Like okay, good because my cousin works for us. <laughs> like, what's his name? The guy who played uh, in the voiceover. What's his? Everyone knows him. He plays like Spike in that anime Cowboy Bebop. Well, whatever. Say what? The voice actor? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's all over the place. Almost to the point where I find it distracting whenever I hear his voice. Oh, really? Yeah. Strawberry yeah. Egg put up a link to his work. It was like five hundred different things or something like that. He's all over the place. Like um, recently, he's he's the he's the lead in Motorstorm Apocalypse, and the whole time I'm thinking like, oh, there's Steve Bloom being Steve Bloom, <laughs> Steve blooming it up. You know what? That game looks awesome, by the way. Motorstorm, Motorstorm Apocalypse? Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh, I hear it's terrible, but okay. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been watching uh, 
Torgo over at uh, PlayStation Network, or not PlayStation Network, because that's down, at uh, PlayStation Nation, um, a service that actually is still up. Uh, that, that uh, they've, uh, he's been doing a video casting of the game, and uh, the voice acting, the story of the game is, 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 is no, it's bad. But uh, well, the, that's exactly what I was talking about. That's the first thing I saw. I'm like, wow, this yeah. is terrible. Yeah, you don't know. But like the graphics and the racing looks fantastic. So, um, I am actually rather interested in that. It looks like if you're into burnout and that sort of stuff where stuff blows up, uh, that's that's the next one for you since yeah, Split Second 2 got canceled. So. Skip the digital graphic novel or yeah, whatever. Skip the, yeah, that's exactly what it was doing, and it was making it much better. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Giant Bomb Quick Look, and all, and they spent the entire time watching the whole thing. Like, oh, oh, no, no, don't do that. Stop, don't Steve do that. Bloom, stop Steve Blooming it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that that makes it painful. Some of those, oh my gosh, there's, it looks really nice. Uh, anyway, so Abluminations. Ablum, it's an Ablumination, Kira. Is that what it is? All right. I have to use that. So I don't think we've learned anything about voice acting today, other than for the most part it's better and sometimes it's worse. And then it's still missing in portable games, so I hope we get it on the 3DS and NGP, because we need more of that. But I've been playing, I've been playing portable games that have full voice acting. One on your PSP? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. So we need Nintendo to get it is what it is. Yeah. Because we need Golden Sun with full voice acting. And we need, um, let's see, Professor Layton actually does have good voice acting. So what's up with that? Um, <laughs> well, uh, they say Endless Frontier had full voice acting. But when Atlas brought the first game across, they just left it. They, they didn't bother doing the voice acting again in, in English. They just left it in Japanese. In Endless Frontier? Yeah, the Super Robot Wars spin-off. Oh, like one right, of the only right. games, games that, one of the, the only game, game. Yeah, one play. of the only games right. that they've released in England. Yeah, the, the only games you actually play. Well, the only games that you would have played, oh. could have played. Could have played, right. Yeah, I import them anyway. Yeah. I don't I don't care. Hmm. But that was that was kind of semi semi voice acting on a on a DS. So, yeah, I need more of that. Late you figured out how to do it. I don't know. Uh, we need more of it. Need more, need more. Because uh, it's really hurting games that don't have it. And just Like, Pokemon needs it. In my opinion. Voice acting? Yeah. I don't no, know. I it, Pokemon needs voice it improve its sound quality in general. It, it's time to, like, class that join up, in my opinion. Let's like, like, voice, voice acting act- what? Like an, like an announcer saying, oh, yeah, I was gonna, yeah, I was no, going to say, the cut scenes. Pokemon, Pokemon actually the, uh, has a lot of cutscenes. Leads to the announcer from... Um, <laughs> no, it oh, doesn't. You, you don't have to do the stadium announcer. <laughs> I was the only one that loved the stadium announcer. I remember everybody loathing that so hard when the stadium came out. Oh, it's super effective. Uh-huh. Here comes Pikachu versus Charmander. <laughs> Shut up. You oh, we'll have the I Super mean. Smash Brothers announcer? <laughs> hmm. We'll get one of those uh, Korean GSL announcers. Okay, now, do you think that they should voice act? Can we get Pokemon secret? Themselves? <laughs> Probably not. Charmander fighting! fighting. So, so the Pokemon themselves be voice acted? Should Pikachu say Pikachu? Um, uh, yeah, Pika, instead Pika. Of, yeah, instead of the current Pokemon cries, absolutely. Because the current Pokemon yeah. cries are terrible. Yeah, if they like actually went in and did better Pokemon cries, that would be nice. And they're stuck on this whole concept of, oh, they're digital, so they make electronic cries. Yeah, except you try to sell us on the idea that's an actual world, and it just doesn't make sense. But 
Whatever. Whatever. Okay. You know who gets too much voice acting work nowadays because they think the nerd, the comic con community loves her because she's Boy, hot? Today? Trisha Helfer. Yeah. Who? Trisha Helfer. Seven of nine. Uh, not seven of nine. Uh, what is it? What's her name? Cylon. The Cylon. Six. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, wasn't my Jerry Ryan? Yeah, no, Jerry Ryan's pretty cool. She's showing up in Mortal Kombat Legacy. Um, she needs to be a little bit more expressive in that. She's got, like, the same look on her face the entire time she's on screen, but uh, it's kind of cool to see her again showing up in that. She, I just think it's... plastic surgery and couldn't... Yeah. Oh. What, Manny? Oh, I just think it's funny that like they just because like she was hot on a on a nerd show, quote unquote. I'm using like Comic Con like marketing terms. She was hot on yeah. this nerd show, so we should we should market well, her off to all the other ones. Well, like I'm saying, I think it works because Jerry Ryan is like making me interested in 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 Mortal Kombat Legacy that much more. But if she starts being in everything, then I'm going to lose interest again. Yeah, but it's like she's. I mean, she's freaking Kerrigan from yep. StarCraft Two. Yeah, then which was stupid, and I'm too. still against her being the voice actress for Kerrigan. They should have got the original Kerrigan. Blarg. Anyway, go ahead. But just, I mean, you name it. It's like, it's like big name title. We need a hot chick so yeah. that we can have her come out of Comic-Con and do something. We need a hot <laughs> chick for an animated title. I mean, seriously, what does it matter? <laughs> for the convention appearances, really? It feels like. It just kind of feels like it's the whole Comic-Con mentality, everything under one roof. <sighs> Stupid. Which, I would, which is great for a convention, but I don't know if it's great for uh, how you cast video games. Yeah. So um, we got another. This is great. Where is it? <laughs> we got another RPG cast tales from Shadow Four Six Nine Nine. So let's see. Uh, all right. Here's a couple chapters from RPG cast tales. You remember we read a couple of these last week because uh, Lucifer was starring in them. These are updated. So let's see. Chapter two. Max Storm in the E3 invite. Maxstorm does most of the PR for RP Gamer, but his job gets very difficult when things don't go his way. This is the story of when technology goes a step farther. Maxstorm was waiting, waiting for his invite to E3. He got worried as E3 seemed to be coming sooner and sooner. He then called Omegabyte and asked him if he got his invite. Omegabyte replied with a yes. Maxstorm then told him about how he checked his mailbox every hour. Omegabyte laughed. He then explained that they send invites through email now. Omegabyte told Maxstorm to get with the times. Maxstorm then made fun of Omegabyte's love for the Tales series and hung up. Maxstorm then checked his email and, sure enough, he got his invite. The moral of this story is, don't love the Tales series. It also leads to heartache. Uh... (laughs) The funny thing about that is I think... Max- Excellent. I approve of this story, Moral. Thank you, Shadow. <laughs> what, what, Manny? I just think the funny thing is I don't think Mac would ever go to E3. I know. It, neither of them are going to E3, so... Oh, just, I, I just like don't think them he likes both that go, show but they don't. I don't know what's up with that. All right. Here's Chapter 4, Pauls versus River King. One day, Pauls played River King. She realized that it wasn't fun and stopped playing. She then proceeded to play Super Mario Sunshine. The moral of this story is that Super Mario Sunshine is the best game ever. Well, you better figure that out. Uh, oh, Omegabyte gets fan mail. Every day, Omegabyte checks his email expecting hate mail. One day, he sees fan mail and was happily surprised. He read it seeing pages of just utter fan gushing. He was so happy until the final sentence. This is what it said. This was a joke. Laws, you should has given Kingdom Hearts birth by sleep a five out of five. And it's all misspelled. Idiot, you so dumb. Laws, I totally pwned you. The moral of this story is that people hate Omegabyte. Oh, that's terrible. Why did you write that? People love Omega Byte. Well, until he puts up the review he's working on. Then he's going to get some hate. But 
Oh yeah, <laughs> but that, that's a preview. I can't spoil that for you. We watch the site in the next couple of days. Uh, chapter six. Manny is sad. One day, Manny was sad he didn't have a story in a novel. Then today, he got one. Now he can be happy and praise Shadow Four Six Nine Nine. There you go. So ended on a positive note for you, Manny. It's a chapter very, just for you, Manny. Now yeah. your life is complete. That very little happened in that chapter. <laughs> oh, for goodness. There's a chapter called good. Michael and the Cat Girls, and a chapter <laughs> called The Greatest Podcast Ever. I don't know. Probably shouldn't spend Is that when I on take this. over the show and kill you? Uh, June 18th, the day Chris's dream finally came true. On that day, Lucifer would guest start on the podcast, and Chris stated, started the Check. podcast first try. No delays, nothing wrong. It was like a dream. But that was the best part. It wasn't a dream. It actually happened. Now all Chris had to do is keep the file safe until Saturday. This is the story of why you never throw a printy unless you know the consequences. Chris was so excited he had recorded the best episode of RPG Cast that day. He was uploading it while eating some ramen. He was extra careful not to spill it. So after finishing, he went outside his house to check if his package had arrived. It had. It was just what he expected. A printy. That was the... <laughs> Let's see. That day was the best day of his unimportant life. With it came a letter that said, Warning, do not throw. Chris laughed. He knew Michael had written it. He thought about how everything was going right in his life. Then, despite the warning, he threw it up in the air. His cat then tried to catch it, but accidentally hit it further in the air. When it landed, it hit his computer's power button. Chris immediately turned it back on and checked. Gone. Chris cried and cried for hours. The moral is, don't do things that Chris does. It just leads to heartache. <laughs> <laughs> Be right back. Get okay. a, go get a pretty. Get a pretty. <laughs> All right, uh, we've read every other chapter, so we may as well round out with Michael and the, chap- and the cat girls. As many of you know, Michael loves cat girls. He thinks about them day and night. Chris gets sick of hearing this day and night. So one day, Chris gets his revenge on Michael by pulling an evil prank. This is the story of when Michael gets tricked. Michael had just got onto Skype and started talking to Chris. He started off by telling Chris about his cat girl dream. Chris politely interrupted and told Michael about a game that Chris had said had lots of cat girls. The game was called Fire Emblem Path of Radiance. Michael, loving cat girls, hung up immediately and ordered it. One week later, it arrived. Excitedly, Michael shoved the disc into his Wii faster than Chris dies in a game. He played it for 15 minutes and after seeing no cat girls, he hated it. He Googled it and saw that there were no cat girls at all. Michael played another 15 minutes just to give the game a try. Then he realized that it was the second worst game he had ever played, the first being Fable. The moral of this story is that Fire Emblem Path of Radiance is horrible. You shouldn't buy it, even if it's a 75, on a 75% off sale at Hollywood Video. Oh, that's not true at all. <laughs> that was an awesome I don't story. die that fast. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and that game's good, but whatever. Oh, faster than Chris dies in a game. Oh. All right. Shadow, please make sure you post your stories somewhere on the RP Gamer forums. Yeah, I'm not going to put them up there. You've got to do that, bud. All right. Save. All right. So that leaves us with one last piece of feedback, I believe. Just checking to make sure. Oh, no, we got one more before that. We have from VK. Drumroll. Oh, no, from, okay. Well, this is I'm, really I'm long. Early. I'm, is early. There, okay. I'm, I'm wondering if there's, yeah, uh, let's see. Whoa, this is long. I forgot how long this was. Let's see if I can cut it down. So Square Enix has been making a lot of remakes on portables, which is awesome. This is from VK. Uh, don't get me wrong, but why do they make a complete remake with 3D polygons and extras on the DS and make sprite-based remakes on the PSP? Examples, Final Fantasy 3 and Final Fantasy 4. 
uh, versus Final Fantasy 1, 2, and 4 on the PSP. So what's up with that? 3D on one, P- D- 2D on the other. When I heard about the complete collection, I got excited. A prettier version of the DS rem- remake with the After Years? Sweet! But no, I guess it's easy to port over a PSP title to the iDevices, but they ported over the 3D Final Fantasy 3 to the iPhone first instead of posting it on the PSP. Personally, this decision is strange because you already have a touch-based menu on the DS. What's your opinion? And were you also pissed when they heard back about Chrono Trigger DS in 2008? It was just going to be a port of the PS1 title with very little bonuses. I would have wanted something like the infamous Chrono Resurrection. So what do you guys think? Should Square be doing 3D remakes on the PSP or should they stick to the 2D ones? Actually, it's funny. Well, I bought Final Fantasy for the DS because I really enjoy the game and I thought I was going to be completely excited about it. And I played about 30 minutes and realized that I absolutely hated the graphical style. Mm. And I've never finished it and I'm pretty sure I sold my copy. Those DS remakes look ugly. Whereas I bought Final Fantasy IV Complete and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to start it today. I just can't wait any longer. Hmm. Quinn, have you, are you into, into these or not? Uh, I haven't bought any of them yet. Either the 2D or the 3D remakes? Nope. Wow. You're too busy with your Super Robot Wars. Yeah, they're technically um, you know, higher on my priority list. Um, so Shaman has made a really relevant comment in, in the chat room note because he says uh, there was a bonus for the DS version of Chrono Trigger. It had all the PlayStation features with none of the stuff. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, it wasn't I all slow. Uh, yeah. I, I, I hear that the load times were pretty atrocious. So. They are. Also, um, Chrono Trigger DS does mark the first time that Chrono Trigger was actually released in Europe, you know, in 2008. It's the first <laughs> time that we could legally play Chrono Trigger. That's terrible. Yeah. At least you finally got it. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Um, I'm 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 on the I'm I'm on the fence here. Well, I'm not on the fence here. I'm sorry, VK, but I like the 2D remakes better. So <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I don't feel a, you. I have a strong <laughs> preference for the 2D remakes as well. Well, I was like, just because the game just because the game uses 2D graphical style does not automatically mean it's going to either be bad or that the graphics aren't going to be very good. Yeah. What do you think, I Manny? Mean- <laughs> Um, I think it's an interesting choice why they chose the 3D remake for... Well, I guess that's the only English version for iOS, right? So what would they do with 4? Well, 4 they I, could I, go either way, it seems. I feel like on iOS, a lot of game, a lot of people who play games there are sort of tourists. They want to buy something cheap, look at how pretty it is, play it maybe like two or three times, and then put well, it away. Well, that's not a Square Enix game. They're fifteen ninety nine. Yeah. That's not hmm. a tourist game. <laughs> well, I, I feel like that's what a lot of and then did two days later they released the iPad version for two dollars more. I think that's what a lot of people did with Infinity Blade, though, right? Just look at it like, hey, this is really nice. Look what my phone can do. And yeah. So you're right. Then in that case, should you? I don't know. Do you give people what they want and just give them the PSP release and put it on well, iOS? Well, this guy the wants content? the 3D version, so I don't even know anymore. So, uh, you know, he's complaining. He's not Which even complaining I about the iPhone. Which so. end up being the reason that we end up having so many different releases of these games. Because, you know, Square Enix is, in essence, trying to please everybody. I mean, I'm not... Even though I have a strong preference for the way that the, the, uh, the PSP version looks, I can certainly acknowledge that Final Fantasy IV DS, my brother loved it. Yeah, I know someone who really liked Final Fantasy 3DS, so... Hmm. 
And, I mean, I told him about 4 coming out on the PSP, and he was like, well, it's 2D, so I can't care. <laughs> I'm not allowed to care? Is that how that works? Well, it's, it's, just, it's 2D. You know, I'm not that. permitted to care. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, you know, it's just, hey, that's me and my brother. Hmm. We we grew up playing the exact same video games. But he has a strong preference for Final Fantasy IV DS, and I have a strong preference for Final Fantasy IV PSP. Hmm. Okay. Just how it goes. This is weird. So I've done a, I've moved over to a new Mac for this week. Well, not a new Mac. I rebuilt my Macintosh with a solid state drive in it to help not have any any audio crashes like I have sometimes on the show. And uh, my logic is saying that there. My logic logic's the name of the program I use. It's telling me there's no CPU or hard drive activity right now. So. There's a small chance that there's no show being recorded right now, even though it looks like it's being recorded. So I don't know what that means. It's confusing the heck out of me. Should we take a small break to find out? I, I think we should. And then All right. we're going to have a wonderful segment for one of our favorites. So and we'll, we'll be, be back with a... You blah, did blah, actually blah, blah, blah. ignore most of the rest of that um, piece of feedback, Chris. But. Yeah, well, because it's long. So... Oh, you, you, because you want to be British guy whose name I can't remember? <laughs> Is that you wanted to respond to that? Yeah, I was going to respond to that since someone did kind of go to the effort of remembering my, you know. All right, let's do that and then, then we'll take a break. Also, why do you constantly wait, wait. hate on Tails? What? What? Well, what if, no, this is actually not recording and Quinn's going to go through this long, big thing and then no one's ever going to hear it? Well, then the world will be saved. Sucks to be me. <laughs> Why do people constantly hate on Tails? Well, except for the British guy whose name I can't remember. Sorry, man, but this question is for you. Do you think we'll get the Graces F limited edition that came out in Japan, the one with the King's letter? I think we'll be able to get it for less than a week. Then if you want the damn edition, you'll have to pay over 100 pounds for a copy with an ugly sticker or something. I don't know what he's saying. Uh, I think what he's saying is, is that the special edition will sell out quickly. Oh, okay. Do you think we'll get it? Or do you think we'll get it in Britain? Um, judging by um, you know, Bandai Namco's um, treatment of America in the past, I'm going to kind of I'm gravitating towards just no. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No. And how do you like being called the British guy whose name you can't remember? Oh, it doesn't bother me that much. Well, you know, I didn't actually say your name this today this uh, this episode. No, so. you didn't actually. John Yearworth. Remember. I'm officially it. I'm officially not here. He's not here. And we're all not here right now because we're going to take a break. And when we come back, the legendary Zoltan. And we're back. You, be- you didn't even notice that break. That's the wonderful part. There was a phone call. We had, we've got vacation planning going on. We've got tubs of lard. All this stuff you missed. And on no, the cutting room. Margaret Thatcher naked. And ma- naked Margaret Thatcher. That was mm-hmm. very scary. <laughs> but it's okay. I'm going to make it up to you because we've got a call from the legendary Zoltan. Yay! Hey everybody, this is the legendary Zoltan here to tell you how to pronounce some words, you hopeless otakus. I hope you're ready because today's word is a doozy. Everybody's always messing it up, but I'm going to set everybody straight right now, okay? The word is pronounced shaman. Shaman. You probably thought it was pronounced shaman, and if you did think it was pronounced shaman, shame on you. 
shamans are spiritual healers of sorts from various parts of Asia. The word comes from the Tungus people of Siberia's language. And since it's spelled S-H-A-M-A-N, it can't really be pronounced shaman because the only people who pronounce A's like A are crazy Americans who live in Wisconsin and their friends. So just because the colonel from Metal Gear Solid said the word shaman, he can't trust him. He also said he was abducted by aliens, remember? And that's all for today's lesson. Leave it to me, the legendary Zoltan, to etch him a cage. Yo, RPG playing ass. Yes, the catchphrase is back. Oh, I love it. The uh, <laughs> the irony is, is I actually slipped and made that mistake while the show was out. Oh, did you? Yeah, I, I said I was leveling my shaman. <laughs> and we mocked him for playing Pokemon in World of Warcraft. <laughs> Poor and then Quinn quickly made fun of us for saying beta and not beta. Well, <laughs> well, the sad, sad part is we've got a person in the chat room that it actually is shaman, um, because S H A Y M I N would be shaman or shaman. I don't. Uh, I, it's shaman. He's a, he's a Jewish it's a shaman. Guy. Yeah. It's a, okay. So I guess we're we're doing shaman now. Sweet. Shaman. Shaman. I like that. We have to say shaman with like this weird. Uh, can we do like an Irish? Oh, he's, he's a shaman there. I don't. I don't know. I can't do a good Irish accent. But uh, no, I can't either. So don't ask. On Ka- Kiro's now saying it's Paladin <laughs> <laughs> instead of Paladin. Sweet. Oh, I love. I love Zoltan stuff. Keep it coming, dude. And that takes us to the news. Once again, I need bumpers <laughs> so badly. <laughs> All right. So, first story. Our first story is a resurrection story. That's right. Two humans coming back. All right. Yeah. No. I, I think the, I think the one person I think the one person who I know who would actually give a crap isn't here at the moment. Oh, who's that? Oh, one of my housemates. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, Two Human says, uh, let's see, here's a quote from Dennis Dyack. He says, we intend to finish the trilogy, but no comment beyond that. Uh, let's see. You know, there's very public litigation around that. Wow. All right. <laughs> so apparently they need to sue Microsoft to get the rights back or something like that. Uh, oh, against Epic. Sorry. It's, uh, dealing with the Unreal Engine? Really? Okay. Whatever. So it has nothing to do with the rights. It just has to do with uh, the Unreal Engine stuff. That was a lawsuit filed in 2007. But uh, there you go. From the head of Silicon Knights, who... By the way, what has Silicon Knights done lately? Anybody know? Apparently they're uh, making 2 Human 2 and 3. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Have they done anything since 2, two, uh, two, two Human? 2 Human? Uh, nothing... No. In development, it lists on Wikipedia X-Men Destiny, an untitled collaboration with Sega, an untitled two-human sequel, and Siren in the Maelstrom. Oh, so... They're working on games. You'd think they need to release them more often to, you know, have money, but apparently not. Yeah, they may have solved that problem. Oh, really? Somehow. Oh, well, that's good. Somehow. Okay. Yeah, by having someone on the development staff who's pretty rich or something. (laughs) Shaman, who is Shaman, not Shaman, in our chat room says, the suit didn't get settled yet, what the hell? And that's my How long has it been going? Uh, Since 2007. It's four years. Four years. I've heard of of lawsuits go on for longer. You know, but, you know, (laughs) I'm wondering if that's how long the PSN's going to be down. Because, you know, it's still down. (laughs) And things got worse this week. So what we got noted... 
on uh, May 2nd, we found out from Sony, that's Monday, they told us, hey, you, you know that other online gaming service we have, the one that wasn't hacked? Yeah, um, it was hacked. And credit card information was stolen. Yeah, we know they got credit card info here, but it's an old database, so it's like a database from 2008, so if you've changed your card in the past couple of years, it probably not, you're probably fine. Oh, and apparently the one, it doesn't matter. I think if the, you're uh, American, the, it doesn't matter. Say what? Yeah, I think what the accounts stolen were from like uh, Netherlands, the Spain, and Switzerland, or something. Yeah, mostly yeah European stuff. That's right. Yeah. So not even, but, not even but not even not even England. But uh, the personal data I thought was more than just those areas. No. No yeah. idea. No idea. Uh, let's see. The main data. Yeah. Okay. So all right. So they stole a lot of personal data, and customers outside the U.S. got customer uh, credit card data stolen. So I think the regular data was a lot of people, and in non-U.S. just for credit card data. So if you're in the U.S., your credit card did not get stolen from SOE. Um, and if you had a recent card on there, then uh, that also did not get stolen because it was only an older card database. Uh, let's see. But it also means all the SOE games are offline. And they've got a full security investigation going on and all this stuff. And guess what? That outage further delayed the PSN outage because they learned stuff from that and they wanted to roll it into their full security services audit and stuff. And so everything's being delayed because of SOE being down now. So instead of coming up on Tuesday, just as of Friday, we got word from Sony that they're doing uh, their final testing and intrusion testing and all this stuff to start determining if the network is secure enough to bring back online. It is still down as of Saturday. So we don't know when that's coming back. But we do know that when it does come back, Sony had a nice press conference where they announced a number of good things that they're going to do for you. Like some free games, apparently. And so yes yet to be named free content for download 30 free days of playstation plus yeah sure that makes you feel good and 30 free days of Um, curiosity 60 free days if you are a playstation plus subscriber that's Mm, new 30 plus 30 that's no it's always been 30 days and an additional 30 days if you were already a member of plus i'm looking through there all existing playstation customers we provided Okay. Current members will receive 30 days free service. It's not a plus. That be, that's uh, because we already paid for it. They're just making sure that we didn't have to pay for that month. Hey, hey. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. So it's just uh, it's just 30 days, no matter who you are. Uh, yippee. And that's off their blog. I'm reading that. So the official announcement from April 30th, 2011. Ugh. But... In that same press conference, I stayed up and watched this. This was my royal wedding, was the PSN press conference. It was like, oh, all eyes on this. Got to see what's going on here. This is awesome. So Sony did the, did the we are, they said they were sorry in Japanese, but they said it. So I was, I was oh, satisfied on that. And they bowed for a number of minutes. They bowed for quite Seconds. some time. Well, yeah, oh. probably not minutes. It's bad for your back. Ah, oh, <laughs> you lied to me. They bowed for a while and they said they were sorry. And they announced they're going to do cr- free credit monitoring stuff. And that's all I wanted. So they did all the things that I've been waiting for. It's just, it turns out they're a Japanese cu- company and customer relations from a ca- Japanese customer is a company is apparently always slow. 
Well, whatever. They did it finally. So here's the details on the credit monitoring they're going to do. So they're partnering with a company called Debix Incorporated, who's going to make out like a bandit here with all the free, all the business that Sony's going to be giving them. Uh, they're going to give you 12 months of monitoring. This is just for the U.S. The only plans we have are the U.S. customer plans right now for the credit and monitoring. Other regions should have their own thing being investigated and dealt with. You'll hear the details at a later time. But if you're in the U.S., they're going to be offering their all-clear ID plus service from Debix Incorporated at no charge to PSN users. Uh, so, uh, obviously, it's... Oh, if you sign up for an account afterwards, you're not going to get this because your information wasn't leaked. This is just for the people who had an account now. So don't think you're going to sign up later and get free credit monitoring. That's not how it works. So anyway, if you uh, you will get an email. I have not gotten mine yet. But you get an email and you'll have up to June, up until June 18th to redeem the code in your email for your free credit monitoring service. You sign up directly through All Clear ID from Debix Incorporated, not on Sony's website. And you will get cyber monitoring and surveillance. They watch for your personal data showing up on hacker websites and stuff, which is kind of weird. I don't know how they do that, but they're going to do that. Because if you search that, well, whatever. Uh, They're going to do priority access to licensed private investigators and identity restoration specialists, whatever that means. I guess uh, you report if you were a victim. Yeah, if you think you're a victim of identity theft, you contact them and they investigate for you and help get your identity back and there's an insurance policy so the only thing that this isn't doing that they should be doing is uh, monitoring your credit reports i don't see any indication that these guys monitor your credit reports but hopefully that is included because <laughs> that would kind of be the most important thing right did Sorry, somebody start a new card in the chat room yeah okay well whatever i'd pay for that kind of service yeah oh well And, uh, okay, so uh, this is a $10 service they're giving you for free, so that's $60 per user, essentially. Yeah, that's something. And uh, they announced that in, if you're in Europe, you get free games. We don't know we're getting anything free here, but for sure, if you're in so Europe... It's like a, a selection, right? You can choose, like... You get to choose uh, two free game. games from a selection of five. PSP users will get two from a list of four. So I don't know what happens if you're both. As Sony wants you to be, right? So uh, do you get four games? Hmm. They, the specific games were not mentioned, uh, and we don't know what they'll be. So all we know is uh, if you're in Europe, like Quinn, you get free games. And the U.S., we still don't know that we're getting free anything other than the credit monitoring. That will keep you posted. Uh, another of my favorite sites, LastPass.com, also got hacked this week, but uh, their hack was really small, and they're being super paranoid about it. So it's not so bad. Uh, it's kind yeah, of an interesting one to hear about say, it. Didn't you, re- didn't you recommend that site like two yeah, weeks ago? Yeah, and I still recommend it. It's a great site because uh, of how they react to their security issues. <laughs> like, they well, react I, appropriately. What I, th- I think what I find um, more amusing about, you know, what I've been sort of noticing about the PSN stuff over the last couple of weeks was, um, you know, people getting, you know, there are, people are at least slightly right to get extremely angry at Sony for, for not taking appropriate safeguards against their data, but then turn around and then post huge quantities of personal information on a site with a very cavalier attitude towards privacy. It just kind of what? boggles the Facebook? mind, really. Yeah, Facebook, oh, okay. specifically. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, my own, you know, Sony's leaked my name and address out there and whatnot. It's like you've given your full name, address and birth date to a company that will just happily sell it to like 60 different companies anyway. How is this any different sort of thing? Yeah. No, that's a good point. Except uh, that you, the security questions aren't being posted on your Facebook page. And Sony yes, leaked those and that's a problem. <laughs> oh, of course. That, that, that's yeah, an issue. Security questions are oftentimes are pretty simple stuff. Do you remember Sarah Palin's email got hacked? Because yeah. people just knew about her life. They knew what high school she went to. Yeah, her Yahoo her email. I mean, really? She was her... Right, but security question security question, right? Yeah, but seriously. No, I Yahoo think what was more, what's more, more amusing about the usage of the word hack is um, anyone who's been paying attention to any British press going on, there was, there was a big... Um, Ferrari over um, a couple of tabloid newspapers, like breaking into people's um, voicemail, like celebrities' voicemail, and yeah, um, listening illegal. to their messages. And that was it, it. Wasn't really the fact that it's hacking; it was the fact that it was caused by the fact that people didn't change their like voicemail password to like default. See, that should be illegal. Like, it I don't, is okay. That's kind of the point. Right. It, 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 people are actually starting to be dragged before law courts for it. Yeah. But it was caused by the fact that, you know, people, they didn't really hack in more kind of the people concerned didn't change their passwords yes. away from A, B, C, D, E, F. Illegal intrusions based on social engineering slash lazy users. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do we care about the LastPass thing at all? Because I, 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 I kind of don't well, like how people are overreacting to it. But right. The anyway. Michaels was hacked. All their personal data was lost. <gasps> Anna, what are you going to do about their information about the threads you've bought? Um. What? <laughs> Michaels, the the fabric company, right, Manny? No, it's it's a like craft supply store. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. I go to them all the time, but I'm confused. I don't know I don't what sort of personal any... info Ma- Michaels had. <laughs> um. Well, every time they sh- you shop there, they ask for your postal code because they get a demographic of yeah, how but far people come. That's from. not tied to you though. No, if you shopped isn't. at Michael's Big Box Craft Store recently and used a credit or debit card, keep an eye on your statements, especially if you shopped in the greater Chicago area. Oh, sweet. Oh, this is a U.S. problem. Hey, Anna, would you yeah, mind turning the volume it's... down on your DS or PSP, please? Or, sorry, I didn't realize it was that loud. Oh, yeah. Um, that just sounds like someone attached a card reader to a particular Michael's store. Ah. That doesn't sound like uh, an actual company. You are absolutely right. Look, Michael's has just learned that it may have been a victim of pin pad tampering in the Ooh. Chicago area. Yeah. Nice cool. Nice. So, I thought I'd throw it in there because I thought it was funny. All right. <laughs> it's almost like I've worked for, you know, 15 years in retail. So since I recommended uh, recommended it, LastPass.com found out that some of their password hashes and the salts may have been taken for like 0.5% of their users. So a very small group who have insecure passwords would be at risk of hacking attacks run against that information to find out their passwords. So they're recommending everybody who's got a LastPass.com account, just to be super safe, change your password. And if, once you do that, everything's fine. Because if they don't have your password, they don't have anything for you for LastPass.com. They were very prompt about it and they're telling you all about it and i only bring it up because i recommend the site and i still recommend the site because they responded this appropriately they overreacted and are being very thorough to make sure nobody will have any problems which is what you're supposed to do and they're being very very clear about all the details of what happened so um i love LastPass. i still use it i'm a premium member and i still recommend using it if you need help remembering your really hard to remember passwords so you have one really hard to remember password which is your main LastPass password so that if an attack like this happens you're still safe because they will never really be able to crack that really 
hard password, even if what happened today happens. And of course, they're going to re-architect to avoid this from happening again. And I'm sorry if you're still confused. The point is, if you have a LastPass account, just go change your password. And uh, you had some trouble with it because a lot of people were doing it the past couple days. But uh, just go do that and you will be fine. And know that this company, unlike Sony, was responding in a prompt, clear, overreacting manner protecting your personal data well actually hang on a sec there's, there's something that, that confuses me though yeah. um people say that people claim that um you know sony responded slowly to the um yeah. intrusion you know they say um that sony did not respond to um like the hack quickly enough by telling people what happened yeah i mean what the, the question is though is would people have complained just as much if Sony, like as soon as, the, you know, within, say, 12, between 12 and 24 hours of the initial hack happening, Sony basically said, yeah, we've been hacked, but we've got absolutely no clue what the hell's been possibly been stolen. Is that better than simply them investigating for four days and then responding with a kind of more thorough answer? Well, what would you prefer? Personally, I'd prefer them to wait. I would prefer them not to be running really old Apache versions with flaws that were pointed out on forums four months ago. Yeah, I think we or could three all agree months on ago. that. Yeah. But <laughs> even so, I would pref- I'd prefer them to, rather than just say, yeah, we're hacked, more information. Well, yeah, here, here's I'd a go. question for you. Why did they need outside security firms to figure out the level of their intrusion? Why don't they have in-house security experts good enough at doing that? No idea. I mean, those are the sorts of questions I would ask. Uh, I, I understand your your objection there that they should take the time to not panic people. That's 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 a fair objection, but uh, it doesn't seem like they were still well prepared enough on their end. Uh. Maybe Geohot was right. They should have hired more security experts instead of lawyers. <laughs> instead of focusing on Geohot, focus on your security. Uh. And uh, oh, and if you care about that uh, LastPass thing, um, Shaman says listen to Security Now over on the Twit Network, twit.tv, next Wednesday, and they will go into it in super details. And I'm sure that the past Security Nows may have even talked about the PlayStation Network one, though I'm not sure. Actually, I'm not sure, but there's a chance. Anyway, let's move on to Play for Japan. This is good news. You know that Play for Japan thing we're talking about the auctions on here that they were auctioning off old awesome game collectibles. And they were uh, doing, uh, and these the funds for this were going to go to the Red Cross for Japan. Uh, they've made over $100,000 in less than a month. That's pretty cool from all those auctions. So that's really, really great. Um, including the auction I wasn't able to bid on, which is go go be Garnet Lee's coffee boy for an episode of uh, Weekend Confirmed. But uh, yeah. Thank you, Mr. Lee. Thank, Thank you for you. letting me be on the show. That's right. Do you want more coffee? <laughs> That was the main reason I didn't bid, is he wouldn't guarantee a spot on the show. I'm just like, dude, come on. Hey, you can sit in the corner. I know. <laughs> and watch us work. It's just like listening to the show, but we're in front of you. Yeah, I don't know about that. It's like, if if I do a bad job or if I'm saying like racial, racist stuff, then take me off the show and start the recording over. That's fine. But at least, you know, give the person who just paid however many thousand dollars a chance to be on the show. It's probably their dream. Anyway, but enough about that. These are awesome, awesome things. Playforjapan.org is still going on, I think, right? I'm going to see. They still doing it? Uh, Auction, Chicago Blackhawks EA Fan Pack. Well, it looks like it slowed down. Last postings were um, April 29th, or April 22nd, rather. So I guess it's over. So, hmm. Well, good fun. Good job. I wonder if they'll do it again. Sounds cool. Makes me sad no one played for uh, Haiti. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. No play for Haiti. Well, the reason play for Japan came off the, uh, was a pun off of the pray for Japan Twitter hashtags because a bunch of people who don't believe in God were like, hey, don't pray, do something useful. And well, it just kind of sucks, but um, whatever. They uh, they said, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's raise money, which, you know, ultimately that's a good thing to do. And they did that and uh, they made lots of money. So we need now a play for Haiti and a play for Christchurch, right? Those would be the other two big disasters of recent years. What was the other one? Christchurch. The New Zealand earthquakes, right? Oh, I had no idea that even happened. Am I wrong about that? Did I make that up? Did I, did I imagine a natural disaster? Yeah. So Yeah, there's a, there's a quake in February in, in Christchurch. Okay, well, whatever. I guess it wasn't as bad as Haiti. I know, but it just seems like it. now that we know how to mobilize people, it seems like we should just do it more often whenever there's a... Well, we're going to run out of gaming collectibles at some point, but... <laughs> we're done. Next big thing happens, like, <laughs> we, need we got a new, nothing. We need a new gimmick. Yeah, the Wii's going to need a new gimmick, because given the stuff I'm hearing about it, it's uh, not making me excited. I don't know about you whoa, guys. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, Chris, this is a next-gen, highly sophisticated console. What do you mean? With 8 gigs of internal memory. Oh. <laughs> so it's going to ship with the same size hard drive as the first Xbox. It'll be flash though, so it won't won't fail as much. Wait, wait no, good. no, wait! The first Xbox had twenty gig. Oh, it oh did? you're right. The first Xbox. Oh, I thought oh, I thought it had eight. All right. Yeah, you know, you're. No, I, mean, I thought you meant Xbox 360. You're no, like, no, yeah, you're right. I meant Xbox, Xbox One. <laughs> yes, you're right. Uh, it's better than the Wii, which has 512 megs. Yeah, That's apparently this one has four times the amount of memory, which sounds great or something. But um, eight, no, tw- uh, sixteen times. Wow, 16 times? That sounds great. 16 times what the Wii had. That's still pretty sad. So I guess if this is true, Nintendo's basically committing to not have a download system or not have like digital distribution being a major part of what they do. This is a rumor, though. We need to clarify. This is a rumor. This is just what's going around this week. Um, this was, this is on top of other rumors, like the controllers will have a screen and, um, I don't know, it'll make toast and pop tart cats will I pop think, out I of saying, it. I think I Shaman has a point. It's a rumor from Kotaku. Oh, yeah. It's a rumor from Steven Totillo who had contacts. So there's a chance he still has contacts. What's that, Manny? Oh, remember they broke the PlayStation home rumor and they got banned for it. So Kotaku knows their stuff. The PlayStation Home rumor? Remember they broke PlayStation Home before that one GDC and they oh, got banned they? from all the Sony things? Did they? That's funny. Poor Kotaku. Oh. Uh, but, you know, the interesting thing, though, is um, if this turns out to be true, just let's just pretend it is for a second. A lot of what people are talking about, the reason why it has this you know, dual analog stick controller or its, it's, a, in, its power is like sort of at the same level as a 360 and PS3, so you can port over third-party titles and there's that reservoir of games that that are easy to pour and there's like that, that people actually want to play but a big part of a game like call of duty is are the map packs and those are often like one gig two gigs at a time uh-huh so the, i'm sure they'll have an sd card slot right <laughs> do you know how expensive like a, good a 64 gig sd card let's find out but I just find that interesting. I'm like a big part of these games are that you got to buy the map pack. Everyone's buying. Everyone wants the new Escalation Call of Duty um, Black Ops Mac pack. One hundred eighteen dollars for a sixty-four gig SD card. Sweet, sweet. Get a thirty-two gig one for fifty. Yeah, that's something. Can I attach an external hard drive? Hopefully, 
not. And somehow back it up, too? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay, so screw that. Don't get the Wii 2. Get the original Wii because it's cheaper. $149.99, and it doesn't come with Wii Sports, which is weird. But instead, you get Mario Kart Wii and the wheel. I was going to say, a, hey. a, a, tragic, a tragic loss of a game. Well, all right. The Wii Sports Resort is a great thing to get with your Wii because it's one of, if you've got friends over, it's like it's the game you want to play. Um, Wii and Mario Kart's good, too, so that's fine. All right. Oh no! I'm just glad they're not making you pay for that wheel anymore. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, let's see the Wii. Well, Wii wheel in either black or white, depending on the color of the system you buy. And the black wheel will now be available for ten bucks on its own. You don't need the wheel. Just play Wiimote and Nunchuck, please. Just yeah. Anyway, Mario Kart Wii with your Wii. Wii. And that's about the level of enthusiasm I have for Star Wars: The Old Republic. What about you guys? Okay, okay. Uh, so I'd say, based, I say, based on an impression that I've read, I'm probably not going to day one it. That's exactly what I wanted to ask you. So, what exactly is off-putting to you about the Old Republic? Because just from my perspective, just looking in, I see you get a spaceship, you get companions, you, you're Jedi, you got Force powers. It has an interesting graphic. Well, basically, style. the 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 way the the way the impression rate the, the way the impression reads is that Bioware mm-hmm. have yet again produced an absolutely fantastic single-player RPG. The problem is, it just doesn't gel well as an MMO at all. Hmm. Like, what kind of things are like a well, like what's what's dissonance? Well, it's it's the fact that um, basically imagine imagine um, imagine Mass Effect Two as an MMO. All right. Okay. Now imagine everyone's in a different point in the storyline. Now imagine everyone's playing through the storyline in a different way. That's sort of what the the dissonance is. Is that um, you know technically you have this um, thing where you've, you're ve- like varying um, like progress through a single player RPG and the storylines don't kind of line up particularly well between players. So like for example I killed this um, party member. Also the other thing that really confused member. me was the cover system is class specific. Hmm. I mean that just, that was the thing that confused me beyond all else. It's like, you know, you you program a really good combat system and then you what, lock it to two character classes. That's well, stupid. I, do Jedi's even have blasters, or Sith even have blasters in this game? Uh, uh, what? On what the... I've seen, everybody has a blaster. <laughs> I don't know. No, the reason why maybe is because if you don't have the if you if you just don't have a, a ranged weapon, huh? All right, then I. Oh. So basically, like, is this like a, a potential? Apparently, scenario? Jedi cannot wield blasters. Like, I saved this crew member, or I saved this guy, and he's part of my crew, or I killed that guy, and then I go join your thing, and that guy I killed is now your party member, and that kind of thing? Yeah, something like that. Um, the other thing was, um, they've got a system in, um, they've got a system in place for, um, like, you know, Bioware, obviously, they pride themselves on doing, like, branching dialogues, you know, between you and your characters and NPC. Mm-hmm. Um... The way the old republic apparently handles it is um, everyone in, your, in a in a group. Yeah, yeah there's a, as Kira says in the chat room, there's a voting system, and then if um, but as from what I gathered, there was also an element of um, you know if two decisions are um, like tied, then the game will roll randomly. 
between between two conversation options. And they're like based on what you say, drastically different things can happen, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. The other thing, the other amusing thing was um, they had a system originally in in earlier beta. They had a system where um, if people were located in different regions, in different parts of an instance, um, and a cutscene happened, they would be represented in a cutscene via like a hologram, you know, to make <laughs> sure all, pe- all people were present. Um, uh, but they they had to change elements of it because there are a few cases where your player character kills a you know like kills an NPC during a cutscene. So they they had several instances of like holograms of players not there killing NPCs. <laughs> Holodecks so. are dangerous. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, Star Trek has taught us that. Huh. All right. So, can any of this stuff be fixed with future patches well, or future expansions? Apparently, since they're delaying well, <laughs> the game until the first quarter of 2012, uh, it sounds like they're working on fixing a lot of things. Yeah, because I mean, what the original due date was? Uh, what? Well, originally, okay, let's see, they, they, originally there was a chance it was going to be the first, I don't even know, like, they were going to say fiscal year of uh, 2011, and, well, then they said, well, maybe not so much, second half of calendar 2011, well, you know, there's an outside possibility of it slipping to 2012. (laughs) I was under the impression they were, they were aiming for about, um, they were aiming for July this year. Yeah, that well, the... that didn't happen. Then they're like, well, maybe the end of the year. Well, no, that's not happening now. Now it's first quarter 2011, or 2012, sorry. So, okay. We don't know. Lots of work yet to be done on that game. Hopefully to make it as interesting as whatever's distracting Anna from the podcast right now. I don't even know where she went. We lost her. She's been consumed by Cecil. Is that how we say Cecil? Let us know, Zoltan. Um, probably can't find a definitive answer for that. <laughs> I know Max Storm's going to be distracted playing New Vegas DLC. That was just announced. Three new DLC packs for Fallout New Vegas. Honest Hearts on May 17th. Old World Blues in June and Lonesome Rolled. Lonesome Road, sorry, in July. All three packs will be out for each of the platforms at the same time. 800 Microsoft points, 999 on PlayStation Network, assuming it's back up by then, and on Steam and Direct to Drive. So. All right, so if you haven't bought New Vegas yet, wait until October or November when the Game of the Year edition comes out. Well, you just told us not to, you were telling us before the show not to wait for the Mass Effect 2 Game of the Year edition. Now you're saying oh, wait for this one. Well, the reason why is because I feel like all these other games, they're, they're, like as soon as the last bit of DLC comes out, so does the game of the year edition. You're right. Yeah, but with Bethesda especially, right? Hmm. So I mean, it happened with Borderlands. As soon as Claptrap Robot Revolution was out, you just you can just skip all of that and just buy the collector's edition. Came out the same you day. Know, I it mean, happened like, with Dragon Age One. It did. So and that was just, a Bioware game. Why didn't it happen? I just with Mass so bizarre it didn't happen with. So I'm wondering why didn't it happen with Mass Effect? Well, they must have so caught I don't, on. I don't trust Bioware right now when All it comes right. to Game of the Year editions. <laughs> a lot of Bioware distrust going on right now. Look how they changed Dragon Age 2. Oh, the Old Republic's going to be oh, weird. And, oh. But they did the same thing with um, they did the same thing with Oblivion and with Fallout 3. So as soon as the last little bit of DLC came out, like a month later, the Game of the Year edition was out. Mm-hmm. So it's Shivering Isles, Game of the Year edition. So if you haven't picked it up yet, just wait a little bit. Yeah. And, uh, you know, speaking of Mass Effect's, uh, Mass Effect 3 also been yeah. delayed to quarter one 2012. <gasps> <laughs> so much for coming out in the same month as Skyrim. 
assuming that doesn't get delayed. You know, um, I will say this in a, in a let's say in a perfect scenario, a perfect world. Could you imagine Skyrim? Skyrim comes out, yeah. and then we get Diablo three coming out and Mass Effect three coming out <laughs> all around the same like t- tiny little quarter window. I wouldn't play Skyrim or Mass Effect three for a while. I'll be honest with oh, you. Oh, it's ridiculous! I'm kind of glad these things are getting pushed out. Give me no some kidding. breathing room. Yeah. Well, what happens if Diablo three and Mass Effect three come out at the same time? That, you know, that's not too bad. You can dual-wield a Mass Effect with another game, because Mass Effects aren't that long, right? Right. Uh, dual-wield. Is that the right term? It's so silly of me to say that. Dual-wield. Uh. I can deal with it. Um, are you ready for it in quarter one, 2012? I sure am. I'm ready for You know, I kind of am. I, I'm ready. I don't think I'll wait this time, because I feel like if I don't play this right away, it's sort of like Portal. I, end up, I ended up buying Portal 2 right away, just because I, I don't trust anyone on the internet. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know if I don't play as soon as possible, the whole thing's gonna get spoiled for me. I think, so oh, I think I'm, I'm really worried about that as well. I had one part of the ending of Portal Two spoiled already, and I'm still waiting for PSN to come up so I get all my trophies and stuff. But I really need to finish that. Yeah, I think with Mass Effect Three, I'm just gonna jump right in as soon as possible because I know at the end of this big trilogy that people have been playing for all these years, it, all the internet's gonna be talking about for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all the internet's talking about uh, Beyond the Labyrinth. I have no idea what that is. Internet. It's a Konami and Tri-Ace game that we may have talked about last week. I cut the other one I was sure we talked about. But, oh, uh, well, let's just cover this again just in case we did. Beyond the Labyrinth, Konami, Tri-Ace, 3DS. We got pictures up. Go check it out. It's a new game. It's dungeon. Obviously, there's dungeons and stuff. And I think it's the, uh, is this the one Anna was saying is the same people as? No, she isn't. So I don't know what this one is. There's an official site up now at konami.jp slash gs slash game slash labyrinth. And if you can read Japanese, well, that's the that's the one for you. And it's loud. And it has Frontier Gate on there, too. So, I want to tell you about Red the Hunter. Oh, before oh. you do, can, can I, I... I just wanted to ask, uh, did you, do, do, do we know anything about the three fellow New Vegas DLC packs at all? Or do we just know the name and when they come out? We've got some details on them if you want. Um, I'm honest, just curious if, if they yeah. sound any because I heard the first one wasn't very good. Yeah, yeah. Honest Hearts is set in Utah Zion National Park, where tribal groups have divided the wilderness. Players get attacked by the locals and have to navigate the politics of the region as the tribes descend into war. And you'll be dragged into the conflict between a new Canaanite missionary and a mysterious figure called the Burned Man. In Old World Blues, uh, you go to a pre-war research labs in the Big Empty where player's character is kidnapped and turned into an unwilling test subject in a twisted experiment. The only ways out are to either find a way to turn the tables on the scientists in charge or to join forces with them against a looming outside threat. Interesting. <laughs> that that, that one would be fun to play through twice. I wonder if you can do that. Um, Lonesome Road promises to answer mysteries linked to the very beginning of the New Vegas story concerning Ulysses, the person who is supposed to be the courier of the platinum chip, but refused. Learning the truth behind these mysteries will take the player on a dangerous trek into the divide, a dangerous, uh, excuse me, a treacherous series of canyons torn by earthquakes and severe storms that no one has ever returned from alive. You know, I like the way these uh, these sort of uh, open world wasteland kind of games go. I think Borderlands and Fallout 3 had the same formula. You have one DLC that expands on the main story a little bit. You have one that takes place in a, a sort of wacky, crazy world, whether it be like a island of zombie Ned, of uh, wait, the, the zombie island of Dr. Ned, or what was it in New Vegas where you go into the, the swamplands, basically deliverance with mutants. I don't know. And I then you have one it. crazy... Hmm? I haven't played New Vegas, so... Yeah, but you know, you have one on like a separate little island that's completely separate. Then you have one goofy, silly one about zombies or about aliens abducting you. And then you have one that's just plain bad. 
Which was Mod Moxie and uh, Operation Anchorage, and apparently with this one, the first one. Noodle says the real Zion Park isn't an open world at Wasteland. It's really pretty. Well, you know, yeah. here the nuclear missiles came, so it's not so pretty now. <laughs> All right, this actually sounds interesting. I want to try out the. I would be interested in playing the Courier one. Oh, and I hear that each DLC pack raises your level, the level cap by five. Oh, that's good. So yeah, you're really think I'm overpowered. Just gonna wait. I wonder if it's the same thing though, like where you have to. You know, isn't the isn't Fallout of Vegas the same problem as all the other ones where you'd kind of need to find a save before the end of the game to play these? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that. All right. <laughs> uh, so, Lato Robo, we talked about this as a follow up to Tail Concerto. Um, once again, here's a release date for Europe. It's called July first, twenty eleven. That's what that release date is called. Oh, uh, I was just going to say, have you heard about the um, rumors for um, why Mass Effect? was disabled. No! Uh, Why was Mass Effect 3 delayed? Um, the rumors uh, that were posted on Joystick suggested that um, uh, the Mass Effect 3 was delayed to adjust mechanics for larger, larger market opportunity, in quotes. <laughs> multiplayer. Basically, multiplayer. Uh. <laughs> it's like, what? It's... Uh, if that's true, I just... Bang well, my head just on the don't table. worry about it. Just play the single yeah. player, and it'll go down as another game you with guys, a multiplayer don't you under- about. Don't you understand? If it's multiplayer, we can race map packs, and we can have a little bullet point on the back of the box, and it'll have a level-up progression system, just like Call of Duty. Yeah, that line about for about them saying that BioWare really wanted Call of Duty's user base is just kind of, oh, God, don't. Whose please. line said that? It was... Um, it was an interview um, with someone at it was either at Bioware or EA that said that they were trying to reach out for the Call of Duty demographic. Of I course. believe it was some. Yeah, but why? You guys are so much better at single player well, RPGs. Why do you think it? Why do you think Mass Effect Two is half shooter, half bad shooter? I should say. <laughs> um, yeah, but mechanically, uh, Mass Effect Two is better than Mass Effect One in that respect. In the in the shooting aspect. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, not in the RPG aspect, but in the shooting aspect, you're right. So you guys think this could be even less of an RPG this time around? Uh, I'm worried about that. Uh, I thought they said they were bringing some of those elements back, though. Well, who knows? Now that it's been delayed, maybe they'll take them out again. <laughs> yeah. There's too much RPG in this. We need to Oh, dumb it these down. game companies are driving me crazy. Just like Treasure, who's driving me freaking crazy. You know what happened? I went to Japan and I bought a copy of Radiant Silver Gun. And like two months later, they announced a Radiant Silver Gun remake that's going to be coming out on Xbox 360 that we're all still waiting for. Well, guess what? Two months ago, I bought a copy of Guardian Heroes on Saturn, and now Treasure's announced a, a HD remake of Guardian Heroes that'll be coming out on Xbox 360. I don't. I don't. I'm tired of buying treasure games on Saturn because every time I buy it, an HD remake gets announced. So I've got it out there. Here's your feedback. What treasure game on the Saturn do you want me to buy next so that there'll be an HD remake of? That's what I have to say. Mm, uh, Astro Boy? Is that from Treasure? Yeah, the, the Astro oh. Boy game on right. Game Boy Advance. Yeah, well, no. uh, I'm, still, I'm still waiting for them to release uh, Radiant Silver Gun. I'm I'm thinking it's just Saturn games though, Manny. Just treasure Saturn games. Are there any other treasure Saturn games I should be buying? It's like uh, hurry up! I want Radiant Silver Gun. I know. Damn what's it. up with that? That's taking a long time. That was scheduled for like January. It's May. Get on with it. Yeah, I should play my Radiant Silver Gun since it still isn't out, and just uh, be happy with it while it's still. Yeah, not 
Just, uh, hurry up and release it, I need to, it. I need to go sell that Guardian Heroes now, because while well, the selling's still hot. Yeah, you might want to get on that. <sighs> I might, actually, because, you know, the, the, I bet you the new one will have, like, online co-op, and, you know, that would be perfect, wouldn't it? <sighs> you know what? Here's a weird one. Nora and the Engraving Studio, The Witch of the Misty Forest. I have no idea what this is. It's a, it's a game that Atlas is putting out. It's an upcoming DS game being made by the creators of Etrian Odyssey and the Atelier games. I didn't know those were the same, so I don't know how that works. Many story details and some information on gameplay has been announced. Uh, Nora Brandor is the, is the main character. It's a girl. She's 16, and there's a witch nearby, and she can't tell them about her ability. She tries to clear suspicion by getting closer. What the heck? Oh, they believe she she is Vera, a witch. They believe she's a witch, and she's not a witch. She's just, um, I don't know, because she time she she knows how to time manipulate. So she's got to introduce herself and become friends with everybody. And the game takes place over three years. It has multiple endings, and it'll be out in Japan on July twenty first. And we have no idea if it'll be out here. So there you go, new DS game that I guess is an RPG. Any interest in this one? Or did I do such a poor job of explaining it? Should I give it another go? You nah, did such a think, poor job of explaining this. Oh, I'm sorry. No, he's right. You did all right. Okay. Well, you get to use your time manipulation abilities to solve quests and create items. And travel the world to find, uh, fight monsters and find allies. Sounds interesting. Hopefully we'll get more details on it soon. Like we got more details for Grand Knight's history. This is the new Vanillaware title. Those are the people who brought you Muramasa and Odin Sphere and uh, Princess Crown, though that didn't really come out here. Uh, Grand Knight's history. It's a new one. We've got details on the battle system. I encourage you to read it all because it's long and you, you don't want me to read it on the show. I'm doing such a poor job of reading it on the show. Uh, it's set for September 1st in Japan still. And you'll get lots of battle abilities, and your party formations apparently matter. This is the tactical RPG, isn't it? Yeah. And it looks so pretty, and they show, like, you laying your characters out on a grid. It's a small grid, like a 4 by 12-square grid. Looked like 4 by 3 Maybe there's bigger ones on different battles or something. And the artwork is so fantastic, and your party combinations matter for the attacks and the strength of your attacks and the range that you're open to attack and all this sort of stuff. And you can mention, you know, you can... Uh, Customize everybody's hair and appearance and their voice and their personality and equip your characters with certain weapons and their skills will change based on it. So this is looking to, to be a fun one and it looks beautiful and hopefully the gameplay will hold up. And that's Grand Knight's, Grand Knight's History. Uh, you guys, you guys uh, Vanillaware fans at all? Uh, I must admit, actually, I've not actually played any Vanillaware games, although I have heard good things about Odin Sphere. I, I really enjoyed the first two stories of Odin Sphere, and then I just got tired because it's the same areas every time you go through the story on that game, so I, I didn't understand it. Um, so I never finished it, but it's, uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Shaman says I need to buy Panzer Dragoon Saga, so hopefully there will be a HD remakes of that. Hmm. Interesting. Um, maybe I should try and get my satin working yeah, you know, I just bought a SCART cable for it. I need to. I'm gonna try and hook it up all high quality. Like, that should be fun. nice. Hmm. I mean, admittedly, at this point, I think I've actually I think I've bought most of the games in which I really enjoyed on the Saturn, like elsewhere. But uh, I don't know. It would be nice to just have the old console back. Hmm. I digress. Maybe I should buy Bangai O for this Dreamcast, right? That would be. Maybe I'll get a remake of that. 
That's, Maybe. Well, there already are like three remakes of that. So Okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> They're all puzzle games now, though. So figure yes. that out. <laughs> oh, that brings us to our picks of the week. And I would think about starting with Anna because she hasn't said anything lately, but I don't know that she's here. Uh, are you here? Anna? Oh, wow, look at that. Apparently Roy came back half an hour ago. We didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, and, and just vanished off the and call And he, le- he left again. He should have said hi or jumped in. Oh, I wanted to have Roy on the show for you guys today, but I don't know where he went. Poor guy. Let's call him, see if he has games. Anna, are you here? We can't hear you. Okay, so this is the technical troubleshooting day- part of today's call. So now we will call Roy. Do, 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 do. I really you need good filler Manny topics. For, you could always ask Manny for his picks. I something. could. I could ask you or Manny for your picks, but, uh, you know, what's the fun in that, right? No fun. No, no fun. fun at all. No. Yeah, a word from the lieutenant, uh, from the right honorable type of lard MP. Well, that should be Roy's new title, apparently. What? Uh, the right honorable type of lard Well, because he's like here, but he's not here. What's up with that? What's he must have had to go that? again or something. So while we while we wait for this, do we talk about something while we wait for this guy? Tell yeah, me more about, about you... why that game sucks. Which one? So what if you played the Old Republic only as a single player game? Would that oh, rectify some of the that. problems? Hmm. I've got no idea at this point. But then you're playing said, a month for a single player. I would game. love a new Star Wars RPG that's like single player and stuff. That'd be great. Yeah, because it seems like if if it's just like a gigantic Kotor, maybe it is worth it just to. Mm, just to play through as a I never got game. into KOTOR, so a new KOTOR would be wonderful. I'd love to get into that. I I, I couldn't get into KOTOR, but that's mostly because I'm not a Star Trek fan. Uh, Star Trek? Star a Wars Star fan. Trek fan. Well, I don't think that was going to help you. But no, I'm not a Star Wars. I'm just not a Star Wars fan. I don't like the setting. Oh, that's too bad. Well, you don't want to come to Disney World in, in a week and a half then, because... Chris, that would, refly, that would require me to fly transatlantic. Well, there's a lot of reasons you don't want to come to Disney World then. Oh, everybody, may the 4th be with you. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Uh, that just... Uh, uh, <laughs> I, felt, I felt like strangling someone for that. It's a Such terrible a pun, pun and you should feel ashamed. Such a ter- may the 4th be with you. It was Star Wars Day, uh, though. Ha, 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 ha. Uh, let's see. Well, Manny, can you start us off with your picks or avoid of the week then? All right, all right. All righty. I uh, I beat Gay Tony, which was it's it's so strange. <gasps> Is that a hate crime? That's terrible. <laughs> what? That's a hate crime. You can't do that. I beat Gay Tony. Yes, I beat him good. <laughs> Don't do that. No, I, I I finished the Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh, okay. I get it now. <laughs> All right. Kira says uh, I think that's a euphemism. <laughs> It's terrible. No, 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 no. Chris was right. It's a hate crime. Because I didn't... It's strange how quickly... I never would have thought that game would have aged so poorly. It's only like three years old, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And it just... It feels it just feels so bad. Like the anime, the, the graphics don't look that great. The animations don't look that great. The facial expressions don't look that great. Playing the game it just felt so clunky and difficult to the point where I think this is like the only Xbox game that like hurts my hand to play after a long period of time. Mm-hmm. I I can understand where Manny's coming from. I played um, 
Grand Theft Auto 4 on the PC, and they're just there are other open world games that just seem to do the whole thing better, like even less clunky and stuff. It's like even the jump to like to Red Dead Redemption. It's like it's so hard to go back. And even L.A. Noir. I mean, looking at L.A. Noir, it's like I can. I don't think I could ever go back to play these GTA games after that. Hmm. But I mean, they were. I I feel like they were fun at the time. But I just kind of wish that was a game I didn't wait to play. I I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more if I would have played it right away. Because the Quinn, missions in that hold game. Hold on, Quinn. Are you playing Just Cause Two? Yes, I am. How the hell did you get that? How the hell did you figure that out? Or Raptor I, just I, popped up and said, Quinn, just started playing Just Cause 2 on PC. Like, ah. What are you doing? Stop playing Just playing. Cause 2 during the podcast. Oh, I'm going to play Just Cause 2 during the podcast. Oh, that's it's actually, the, it's, actually, it's actually the reason why I brought up the point about GTA 4 being clunky compared to other open world games. Joker mm-hmm. Just Cause 2. Uh, whatever. I'm glad they learned a lot, though. I mean, I, I, I expect... Like at this point, I recently played through a, a Saints Row Two again, and I had a lot more fun playing Saints Row Two than. Uh, and yeah, Gabe. Saints Row Two is a lot of fun as well. It's just the most silly, ridiculous thing. The whole thing. I love that you have your own character. You can make him anything you want. And based on the screens I've been seeing of Saints Row Three, it looks even better than Two. I love the new, like the the new art style, the crazy stuff you can do. And apparently, you start off as a big shot. No more like driving pizza delivery trucks. <laughs> In Saints Row Two, Saints Row Three, In Saints Row Three. Okay. Yeah, they've announced they've announced um, like details for Saints Row Three now. They are actually making it, which is good. Hmm. Yeah. So I I can't recommend that you go back and play Gate Tony right now. I mean, at this point, just go play Red Dead Redemption, or if you've had too much, go buy Undead Nightmare or get L.A. I say, I'm saying it wrong. According to Kiro Noir on uh on May seventeenth. Are you going to is is it, hey, hang on. LA, is LA Noir really that close? Uh, yeah, like in yeah. 10 days. I, I thought it was coming out in like June or something. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Uh, okay, so the other thing I've been doing, which I think is awesome, is I started playing Assassin's Creed 2 because I, I figured I'm going to be seeing a lot of the new Assassin's Creed at uh, E3, so I just wanted to get at least one of them out of the way before the convention starts. Hmm. And? I'm... I'm really impressed. I had no idea like the quality level in that game. I heard people talk about how good it was, but it's like, man, this this looks like real Italy. This is great. I'm having a lot of fun. I know I'm late to the party, but that's. I forget. Uh, Assassin's Creed Two was was it 2009 or 2010? Uh, I remember. Oh nine, right? Yeah, I think it was definitely one of my favorite games, 2009, easily. Yeah, and it makes me excited to play Brother because here Brotherhood's like even better. Interesting. Yeah, are you going to go? Are you, as Shaman said, are you going to move straight on to Assassin's Creed Brotherhood once you finish two? Um, I heard that I might get sick of it if I do that. Is, is it like a strong possibility? I don't know. I I, I must admit, I because I finished, I bought Assassin's Creed two like shortly after release and finished it within a month. I thought the guy in Giant Bomb to... liked it when he did the two in a row, two and then followed by Brotherhood. No, oh, because I think he did one and then two. Oh, yeah, that'd be a problem. <laughs> So you enjoyed it, Quinn? Or yeah, yeah. I'd say I, at the moment I haven't finished Brotherhood at the moment. Ooh, so Kira suggests buying Brotherhood and playing the multiplayer for a while. That's exactly what I really want to do. I mean, I would love to play some multiplayer with you guys. You should oh, be what? able to do that without. Oh, what? I'll say, did you get it on Steam, Quinn? Uh, Assassin's Creed Two. No, I have it on PS3. I have it on PS3 as well. 
Okay, so no one's we're not playing multiplayer at all with not, anybody. I did not. I did. Oh yeah, but I haven't bought. Uh, sorry, I have two on PS3. Uh, uh-huh. Sorry, I have yeah two on PS3. My housemate has Brotherhood on PS3. I'm still not sure whether I'm going to get Brotherhood myself because I have his copy. Yeah, I could play his copy, or I could just run it on my exceptionally powerful PC. But hey. Oh. But yeah, it was. It's funny too because I knew. This game being so old, I knew there was a lot of stuff in the game that um, that I was gonna get to. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna get to the villa so I can just start making, so so I can just start making some money and doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. So of course, like seven, like six hours later, it's like, okay, I'm at the villa. <laughs> Time to go start making money so I can upgrade the villa. Like four, three more hours later, okay, I finally did the one thing I wanted to do. Introductions over. <laughs> and of course, that's like four chapters in. But it's just like the way everyone presented it to me. I always thought like, you get a villa, you get to. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. That's gonna be the first thing I'm gonna do today. Well, I, of course, I didn't do it straight, but today is Dead Space Day on Steam. Oh, you guys don't care. Sorry. Nah, no, I don't care about. So Dead here, Space. here's my question because we're talking new games, right? I have yeah. Dead Apparently Space today One. Is also, Dead Air for the podcast. No. Hi. Okay. Just, Hi. just, just when we ask you to talk. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, Dead Space 1 I bought on PC for super cheap So I'm mm-hmm. going to play it through on PC Dead Space 2 Should I buy it on a console or continue playing it through on PC It doesn't really matter Really? Oh. No Because at this point like, one of the incentives to get in on PS3 Was that you got uh, Extraction for free on the disc Right. That was only the first pressing oh. So any new presses of that Don't have it on, on the disc Oh do I care about extraction? Oh, 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 and if you have any save data from one, you unlock stuff in two. So if you already started on PC, hmm. might as well continue it. Do you, have, you have a rig that can have? Yeah, of course I do. Um, yeah, all right. So. And it's only $24 on Steam right now. Let me see. Okay. Uh, it's probably cheaper than if you, unless you want to wait, it's probably cheaper than it is on consoles. Hmm. I don't know what to do. Someone tell me what to do, chat room. Nobody oh wait! Cares. Do you have like a nice setup with your computer that you can like turn down the lights, have like a, a atmospheric? It's in the same room as my TV, so just as good. Okay, so Dead Space Two on 360 is fifty one seventy nine on Amazon. Dead Space Two on PS three is fifty four ninety nine. Oh wow! So that's a lot of money. Huh? Yeah, I could get the collector's edition for eighty dollars <laughs> for PS three. What the hell does that have on it? Uh, a crappy plastic gun. Really? That's it? Yeah. Does it come with extraction, bit. at least? Um, you're, Yeah, I think you're guaranteed to get extraction, because they only made one run of the collector's edition, oh, I think. That's $80. I know. That's a lot of money for a gun. You know, it's actually dropped in price, I think. It was 100 at first. <laughs> was it? And, no, no, that was the the Killzone 2. Do you hear about this? No. So the Killzone 2 collector's edition... Oh, Killzone 3, excuse me. Or is it 3? Yeah, 3. There's like this $130 thing where you get this big, ugly IS, the Hellgast helmet and some action figure and a bunch of crap you don't want. $130. No one bought it. Discounted everywhere to 80 bucks. And then even further, they had to do an Amazon uh, gold box deal just to get even rid of more of it. Mm-hmm. And they reduced that down to 50 And they still have some in stock. It's just not selling well. For the that was I'm sorry. What game again? I was Kills on three. Dead Space two. Kills on three. Yes. That, that game. Some people really like that game. Who are PS three fans, and some people really hate that game, don't they? I don't know. All I know is this: if it's a big collector's edition for a big big game, don't let her. Don't ever let anyone trick you into thinking it's limited. Ah, fair enough. Unless it's WoW, 
but yeah. even then you have some leeway. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's my um. Well, what did I play this week? A lot of. Oh yeah, I was. That's right. I was installing my damn hard drive in my Mac, and it took all of my spare time at night. Um, you played Final Fantasy Eleven. I did play plenty of Final Fantasy Eleven with you. And, and the moral yeah, I, I of the story is, Chris should not play Final Fantasy Eleven at two a.m. That's right. Because instead of healing himself, he heals the Thunder Elemental. That's right, and that doesn't work well when you do that. So. Oh shit. Yeah, it's it's bad. Don't do that. Um. So we uh. We played plenty of eleven. We've been getting characters up to thirty so that we can go burn them real quick up in Abyssia. And uh, so I've got a ninja and a warrior eleven. Who cares, right? But uh, we've been—I've been having fun playing Abyssia in there. It makes leveling really fast, and that's uh, that's nice. You know what we realized after you went to bed, Chris? I need to get level thirty-three. Why? RSE. No, you don't. But the race-specific equipment you for will, Mithra is cute. When we burn it up, you'll get to thirty-three, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a Abyssia yet. Yeah, and I'm not the one stopping you from buying it. Well, it's cheaper in like... A I week. know, in a week and a half, the, the Super Edition comes out, and you get the Chocobo hat that lets you turn into a Chocobo. So that's Chocobo nice. hat! So there, there, yeah, there's a cool little, uh, cool little um, roll-up edition coming out for Final Fantasy XI soon. If you haven't heard about it, I think it's digital purchase only, and it has all the expansions, all the three little story packs, like the Moogle story and the Shantoto story and stuff, and all three Abyssia packs, all rolled up into one, and you get a bonus item that lets you turn into a Chocobo. So if you've been uh, waiting, you get some fun stuff with that, uh, and that'll be 20 bucks. And, oh, uh, so there you go. I just wanted to remember, um, I, uh, just, just to re- since you're talking about great deals, I also picked up Portal on the cheap this week. Ooh, how much? It was uh, like it's 30 to $35 everywhere for a game that's a week old. Oh, for Portal was- 2, you mean? Yeah. Okay, nice. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I paid more than that. Yeah, I and I, I got the PS3 version like you did, so I can oh, get the free PC don't version. don't tell me that. Thirty-five bucks on Amazon everywhere oh. now because everyone's. I'm sorry. Why is that? If you haven't bought Portal Two yet, go buy it. Yeah, I think it's price yeah, competition. Do go and buy it. Yeah, go do that. Everyone's just trying to sell it on the cheap so they can get get you in the door, so to speak, the virtual door. I got real. I got. I got. Man, I got screwed. A week. Can you I believe got it? Screwed. You have to I got screwed out of my Portal Two release, my 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 experience of playing it yeah, new and online, and I then so I got screwed on the price because you bought it right away and you couldn't even do it because you had to link it up to your PS3 to get well, your copy. Well, if I had done it like the day of, I would have been okay. And while the whole time it was down, it dropped in price that week, like by like twenty five dollars. <sighs> that sucks. I'm sorry, I just rubbed it in, didn't I? Yeah, you did. And I mean, really, a game like Portal <laughs> should only cost thirty five dollars. Oh, it's pretty long, those eight, two eight-hour campaigns. Yeah. We're, you're talking to a bunch of RP Gamer players, right? Oh, come on. Mass Effect 2 wasn't that long. I beat it like in 35 hours. Mm, that game should be 40 bucks. Oh, and by I the way, yeah. no one died in my Mass Effect 2 playthrough. Good for you. Yeah, I don't know why why the guy in Giant Bomb had such trouble. But I mean, uh, uh, IFF mission. Yeah, I, I didn't even know that wasn't a factor because I just did it right. But I saved it for last. <laughs> yeah. Please put me down. Yes. I'm not holding you. Oh, Don't you're doing face. the portal thing. Right. Anna, do you have any picks or voids for us? Um, I'm still loving Radiant Historia. Yeah, there you go. And I'm still loving Valkyria Chronicles. Okay. And That's I it. love Final Fantasy 4 on the PSP. Yes. And I like cross-stitching. 
That's my week. That's your week. Okay, well, I got one more to throw out there that Manny will love. Ordering <laughs> Chaos for the iPad iPhone. <gasps> I don't know if I'm picking it or not. I'm just pointing out that it's out and stuff. Um, oh, order. that's right. This is the Ordering Chaos. Ordering Chaos? Wasn't, yes. wasn't oh, that the... Um, it's the, the WoW clone. The, 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 yeah. Yeah. Apparently, this is like a real life MMO. You pay like a, a dollar a month. Yeah, basically. it's a dollar a month. It's kind of it's that's that's a subscription rate people can live with, by the way. <laughs> and it is very wow. It is wow, 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 wow. But it it's working. It like they did it right. Um, so that's that's good, right? You know what? I just wish these guys had enough confidence in themselves to, to do their own try thing. something original. Yeah, and like. I mean, it seems like they have the, the engineers who know how to do something on this platform, and they're doing interesting and experimental things. But they did, they did no an MMO take that takes a lot of effort to do an MMO, even and, to do a WoW clone. That takes a lot. And of it, they're effort. just like a big joke now because it's just a clone. Like it's not even like Rift that says like we can do WoW. Is better. this game left? Yeah, this is game yeah. left. Okay, it's seven dollars for I the game. The I want the PSN to come back up yeah. so we can finish playing Dungeon Hunters Alliance and trash it in the review. Right. Yes. Oh, are you guys going to get uh speak I know you guys like those four player dungeon crawlers. Are you going to get uh Daggerdale, Dungeon Dragons Daggerdale? Uh depends when cheap. it comes out. I mean, if it's at, out at the same time as Lord of the Rings, I'm going to play that instead. But if I think it's, it's out it'll come out very soon though. Okay, well then probably. If it comes it's, out the same as Torchlight 2, no. Uh Torchlight 2 doesn't even have a date yet, and this might have a date, so. Um, so well. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> we we'll have know. a date at E3. Yes, we will. Yeah, I, I like that. There's this new this new category on, on downloadable of downloadable action RPGs and like in the in the loot driven dragon. Sorry, I'm I'm trying to search at the same time. Loot driven action RPGs that are just coming out on these downloadable platforms for fifteen dollars, and they're pretty full games with multiplayer, and you can have a lot of fun with them, even if they're not the best games. Yeah, it's coming out Q2 2011, so pretty soon. Hey, you know what, Manny? Here's a theory. The mm-hmm, PS3 mm-hmm. version of Mass Effect 2 was the Game of the Year edition. I was going to bring that up. I was thinking the same thing. Hmm. That's an interesting huh. idea. It is, isn't it? I wish they would have just... At that point, I wish they would have re-released all 360 copies. Like, a new pressing that just has the same content that the PS3 version has. That hmm. would have been, like, the the non-Square Enix double-dip iPad kind of thing to do. Yeah. Hmm. Well, then again, whatever. it can be argued that the only two, the only DLC really worth playing is uh, is the Shadow Layer of the Shadow Broker. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think I know. I mentioned it when I did my picks like three weeks ago or something. That compared to Shadow Broker, Arrival really is a bit meh. Really. And Overlord, it was a fun. Like it's, so, I feel so strange about Overlord because it was a fun mission. It was a fun mission, but it just didn't feel like something I should have paid for. Hmm. Yeah, I think it, that's I think that's kind of how I feel about Arrival. Really, is I think you know I, it probably I probably wouldn't feel quite so bad about it if you know it didn't cost so much. Yeah, but Shadow Broker. I mean, later the Shadow Broker. At the same time, I feel weird about Shadow Broker too because I understand why it was like oh, like wow, this I'm doing stuff in this DLC that I've never done in the game before and the few things that are in here are better than what I've done the whole game. It, fe- it felt like something new and interesting. But because it was so tied to like for a lot of Mass Effect 1 players, they a lot of people had relationships with Liara and that provided much needed closure or a continuation for that relationship and it just 
the idea that they didn't include that in the main game that you had to buy DLC to that 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 kind of that, that should have been in the main game. But at the same time, mm. I, I no, I'm inclined it, to agree with you on that one. But the gameplay itself, I felt like, wow, this is better than what I've done in this whole game up to this point. So it's weird. From a gameplay perspective, I understand why it's DLC, but from a storyline perspective, I shouldn't have to. The idea that some people missed out on continuing the relationship with Liara and ended up cheating on her with someone just because she wasn't available. <laughs> well, I guess that says a lot about humans, but mm-hmm. at the same time, yeah. it should have been in there. Yeah, I wonder. I want to take a poll. How many people uh, stepped out on Liara or Kaiden just because they weren't available in Mass Effect 2? I didn't. I didn't either. So my picture frame is not face down on the desk. Is that what happens? Yes. If you cheat on them, you the, you put your picture frame face down on your desk. So <laughs> you don't see them anywhere. <laughs> you know, which is interesting because the, the first Mass Effect 3 screenshots that have, like, well, when they announced the delay, there were some new Mass Effect screenshots. And um, prominently, it's Shepard uh, with Leara and Kaiden on, on either shoulder. Nice. I don't want Kaiden, though. He can stay. Yeah, not Kaiden, here. we can skip. Yeah, get rid of him. Hey, Kaiden, I don't get this. <laughs> he's well, actually, though, if, if Kaiden shows up in my particular game of Mass Effect 3, I would kind of be questioning why um, uh, the Laughing Man were wasting another go on the Lazarus project. Uh. <laughs> the Elusive Man. Yes, the, elus- the Laughing Man, I like it. Laughing Man. We should call him what he is, Cigarette Smoking Man. He's totally yeah. a riff off Cigarette Smoking Man from the X-Files, so... The elusive man, whatever. I like that he smokes future cigarettes too. Future cigarettes. <laughs> Have you seen them? They don't look like normal cigarettes. I haven't seen them up close. I don't remember. Wow, <laughs> it's funny. So future that's good. Reps. Good on you guys. I think it's easy because it seems like Shepard in the whole game is he's um he's kind of lecherous. He, even if you're just trying to be nice to somebody, it ends up coming out like you're hitting on them. You know, usually you go up for nice, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Good job. He's like, hey, sexy, how's it going? Ah. Like, oh, that's not good. Like, obviously, I was talking to, what's her name? Um, the, the scary convict, Jack. Just to, like, I thought she had an interesting backstory. I wanted to know what was going on. And before I knew it, apparently me and Jack had this deep relationship. I'm like, oh. Yeah. I didn't plan this. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, I think it, I, it's, it's a kind of recurring thing with, with Bioware's romances, I think. They, they, they do seem to be a little bit too... Um, What's the word? Fast, maybe? Yeah, they do. <laughs> that's like, that's how I that's how I ended up with the elf liking me in Dragon Age. <laughs> like like yeah, what's his name? Like the uh the thief. Oh, I don't yes, remember. Yes. Zevran or something? Zevran, yeah. It's like oh, yeah, oh my god, oh, it's just the no, whole no. thing. It's not gay sex if it's with an elf, right? <laughs> <laughs> but it was just so funny. I'm like, hey Zevran, I found some boots for you, man. I know you told me your story about your sad life, and I was like it's like, Oh, thank you so much. Would you like to go sleep with me? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit fast. <laughs> huh. Well so it's gonna be interesting. Ten bucks says that someone's gonna, someone you love is gonna die in Mass Effect Three. Ten bucks, probably. I've had my money. I've had my money on Shepard having to choose between Earth and the Citadel since the first game. All right, are we done? I think we're done. Hey, that was a conversation. What about my picks? Damn it! Oh, Quinn. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) What if you? Do you have any picks or voids for us, good sir? Actually, I barely do because I've spent most of this week doing university work because, um, you know, it's crunch time at universities uh-huh. and stuff. At least in England, anyway. I don't know how assessment deadlines work 
in the US and when people normally have to give end of term work in. But I have um, finally reached the uh, penultimate stage in Super Robot Wars D2, um, but I'll be updating the forum thread, which I keep on that one shortly. So cool. keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, someone just mentioned it in the chat channel. Yes, yes, I've been playing Super Robot Wars. Because <laughs> he's always be... playing Super Robot Wars. <laughs> yeah, but I've also been just been using it as a convenient distraction to avoid doing work, because what I'm doing at the moment is really, really boring. Ugh. You know, even when you do a university course, you know, that specifically focuses on computer games, there is still work you have to do that is really boring. All right, That's so... What is. I'm going to do something cool next week, I think. So I'm going to Vegas for a work convention. Um, that's New obviously Vegas? fun. Uh, no, actual Vegas. Oh. Old Vegas. Pre, oh. Pre-war Vegas. Um, so that's going to be fun. But there's going to be a big convention with 10,000 people there. I'm going to bring my 3DS and uh, wear it or have it in my pocket all day. And I'm going to see if this uh, Street Pass stuff works at all among young professionals. So we'll see how that goes. There's a bunch of uh, storage and IT professionals, so we'll see uh, see how geeky they are. And I'll let you know if I had any good hits next week. Yeah, so there we go. And Noodle says I should visit her while I'm in Vegas. Um, I don't really have time. But if anyone else wants to come to I Vegas... I didn't <laughs> think Utah was that close to Vegas. Yeah, I didn't think so either. But uh, you know, apparently, if I'm in the right time zone, that means Noodle thinks I should visit her. So oh, I'm in so, Idaho. Come visit me. Not, <laughs> but that's not even in the same time zone. Uh, Utah mountains. is in Mountain Standard Time. So is Las Vegas. Vegas. Is, I thought it was specific. No, it's Mountain. Isn't it south of California? No, no. You fail. Oh, my bad. New, Z- okay, so New hey. Sealand, Anna. New Sealand. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't get to complain about my, my inefficient grasp of American uh, geography. Thank you. All right. And uh, Noodle says Vegas is Pacific time. If so, that's great. That's awesome. Great. So, so wait, wait, you're going for a convention, right, you said? Yeah, EMC World. It's a big storage company that I... Uh, we buy their products at oh, work. So. Is it where you sit there and they tell you about this new no, gigantic super server? Yeah, well, not not servers, but storage arrays. So disks and flash oh, drives. Oh, it's like the raid conference. And like, everyone's like, did you see the new Thunderbolt raid array? Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what the best part about Chris going to Vegas is going to be? Start him going to the Star Trek experience and crying when it's already, gone. I already went no, there. It's not, it's, the Star Trek experience got shut down like two years ago. And I saw it before that happened. At the no. same convention three years ago. <laughs> I am totally going to get drunk dialed. No, you're not. Oh, I think I will. Okay. Do, do, do. And, uh, there is free alcohol at a lot of the events, Thunderbolt. though. So. Thunderbolt. It's amazing. It's, it's, it's so totally USB awesome. USB 3. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are con- usually consumer standards. We don't deal with those. Everything's right. FCOE, Fiber Channel. What other boring things can I say? Um, iSCSI, 10 gigabit in Ethernet, 40 gigabit Flux Ethernet, 100 gigabit Ethernet. How can I bore you? Yeah, IT stuff. Hey, if you'd like to do something awesome for the show, how about you leave, leave us feedback at podcast.rpgamer.com. You can also send us a voicemail at 608 729 4098. 
or you can send us an MP3 file like the legendary Zoltan does and submit your segment for the show, which we can start playing regularly, and we love to hear that sort of stuff. We love your user content. Also, you can catch up with us on the message boards at board.rpgamer.com, and uh, we'd love to see your comments there and read them on the show. Until next week, um, there's not much happening in the RPG world, right? I don't think so. I don't know if there is or not. Um, well, looking at our looking at our release list, let's see what's out next week. No, the next upcoming game is May seventeenth, The Witcher two. So you go. Oh, I, um, Persona three Portable is now out in Europe. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. If you're we in Europe, play Persona it. three Portable, and if you're in the U.S., go finish The Witcher one. So you're ready for The Witcher two. There so, we go. Because I I bought it myself earlier this week, actually. Plenty of stuff had, for you to I just, do. I just haven't actually had the time to put it in my PSP yet. But if I will. you're like me and you haven't finished Mass Effect 2, do it before E3 because it's going to get spoiled. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so much. All right. Well, we'll catch up with you next week. Until then, everybody, goodbye. Bye now. <laughs>